Welcome to a very special Marriage Not Easy with Elliot and Julia Stokes. Unfortunately, on this episode, uh, my wife has not been feeling well, um, so she won't be on this episode today. So you just got me. Um, this last month has been um, telling. Um, I learned that the thing that I thought would kill me hasn't killed me but it does make me feel like I'm slowly dying love and happiness yeah something that can make you do wrong make you do right yeah Love and happiness But wait a minute, something's going wrong Someone's on the phone Three o'clock in the morning, yeah. Talking about how she can make it right, yeah. yeah. Happiness is when you really feel good about somebody. A year ago, um, October 20th, at about 10.20 p.m., me and my wife, Julia, lost our baby girl, Caitlin. Fans of the show already know um, somewhat who Caitlin is but only in a sense of an ethereal way um, where we did a segment, a few segments of my day with Caitlin because she was so young uh, when she went to heaven that I didn't, um, we didn't get to spend much time with her outside of the hospital. So it's kind of um, a segment we do also on Marriage Not Easy of if I had another day, what that day would be like, and we're going to do some more of those coming up, but, um, I believe it's the hardest thing that I've ever been through in my life, now, me and my wife have been through a lot of things, but this one, this one I always thought would kill me, you know, I think we were on the fringe uh, uh, when it comes to um, that thing. And a lot of you couples out there know about that thing. That thing that pushes you and puts a stress test on your relationship. And doesn't really have a 
a place of um, conclusion, um, a place of uh, comfortability, um, a place where the problem is actually solved. So, um, and I'm going to try not to get choked up on this. Um, I've cried a lot already, and um, one of the things I've realized through this is that a thing that happens like this, you know, Caitlin was seven months when she passed away. And um, she died, and it's still hard to say she died. Um, but um, the reality is she did die. And we're left sitting here uh, um, a lot of times, especially during the holidays, kind of just wondering how did it all happen? Not that it happened, but how did it happen to, to us? You know, me and my wife, we wanted children since we were um, in our teens, you know. Um, and one of the things... Um, that um, and I can say this may not be your particular problem for losing a child, but maybe something you lost or something that happened that you wasn't expecting to happen. Um, that thing was the thing that caused your relationship the most pain. And one thing we got to realize about pain is that yes, pain does bring forth purpose but the issue that you gotta um, come to grips with is that pain is in that moment before you ever get to see the purpose of a future moment so you actually have to live through that pain first in order to see the purpose of why the pain was allowed to happen and be afflicted in the first place. And that's not easy because you're still kind of sitting back going, why me? You know, I posted something on Facebook uh, not too long ago, you know, and I haven't been on Facebook a lot, so y'all know y'all been missing this been missing us and missing me um but we just had to go we had to kind of deal with ourselves and and i encourage you to not allow anyone or anything tell you when you're okay when something this painful happens because you have to process it and get through it so that you don't continue to keep reliving it over and over and over again now you may not have the you know this particular type of heartbreak but pain is pain and all pain is valid so your pain may be a different pain but it's valid in your life so it matters and it also it lets you know that there's a place in your life where you get to a place that, that it's completely you're, you're completely uncertain about the reasons 
why, the reason, how, and the main reason did I deserve this? And I can't tell you that I've efficiently um, have processed through every area of that pain, even when it's been a year since she's been gone. And, you know, another thing that happened was losing her and losing my best friend at the very same time was a, a double blow. It was worse. I was getting over one, and then here came the other. And a lot of you have experienced that. So I want to let you know that me and Julia, we're doing better. You know, and all of our fans, we thank you so much for your your virtual hugs and loves and kisses and well wishes. And But this is the thing about something this painful. I have a saying that I, when people ask me, how you doing? I say I'm doing better, but I'm not okay yet. I'm doing better, but I'm not okay. The issue is that you're not going to be okay. This is something where my wife were believing for one thing and another thing happened now we thank God for how he plant, He uh, decided to heal us but I want to um, I want to put special focus and attention on not just the fight to get through it but the survival of your relationship the survival of what you've been through come out on the other end, you know, me, I have a saying about me and Julia, it's me and her, it's me and you, baby, against the world, it's always us against the world, no one can, can come to me and say a bad thing about my wife, because to me, uh, she could do no wrong in my eyes, so it's me and her against the world, and I'm hoping that you men are covering your wife in that same regard. Not that y'all don't have y'all inside issues, but the issue is is that um, everybody don't get to know your issues, and it's your job to cover that perception of who your wife is portrayed to other people. Just like when when I used to fight my brothers. It's fine for us to fight amongst each other, but the moment somebody else steps in, uh, I'm turning all my attention on you. And that's how it should be. I'm not asking you to go out and get in a fight or anything. All I'm saying is that um, it's important for you to protect her, men. You protect your wife. And um, in this regard, I have to protect her. I've had um, ministers and different ones try to tell us and try to tell her that she needs to move on and stuff and, and I've actually had to get in their face and like don't tell my wife these things because you don't know the the pain or the hell that we've gone through and I don't use that word lightly I don't use 
that that word is suffering context and the context is that it has been hell and um this is a thing that I had always said without realizing it that this this is the thing Lord if this ever happens to me this is what's going to kill me but one of the things I realized is that when this happens to both of you it can kill both of you but your experiences that you're having about the same issue aren't necessarily the same issue the way you're processing it may be different the way she's processing it and you gotta take special note of that and I want you to understand that that's one of our nuggets of the day to know that you both have to go through it in your own way that is how you're going to get through it the way you get through this pain this thing that you didn't think was going to happen this totally unforeseen cataclysmic thing that happened that blew up your world you both want to go through it a different way and the best thing that you can do is just be there not necessarily have things to say but just be there if she's not talking let her not talk just be there so when she's ready you can listen and you can take these uh, these tips into any part of your relationship because the most important thing about relationships is communication. I know it sounds like a cliche. It is true. It is communication. Even if it's not verbal, it must be empathetic communication. Sympathetic communication. I must understand that you're going through something. And if I know you, I know you're going through. You may not want to say everything. You may not want to tell me everything right now. My wife is in a place where she don't want to share everything. And sometimes I have to pull it out of her or sit there until she's ready to say it. But I know it's happening. And my job as her mate and you couple the same. Just be there. Just know that. Uh, uh, let them know rather that if they're ready to talk, you're there. Without trying to make it better. When we go through something as as traumatic as we've been through, the worst thing that people can do is try to make it better. It's better if you just understand that I'm in a place right now. And a lot of well-meaning people, you know, I'm not saying they do it on purpose, but they come off tone deaf. And they come off as, who are you? Do you understand how this is affecting us? Do you understand the pain that we're in? To this day, I am in But we're grateful that we have a healer. All of our pieces may not be healed yet, but we have one. And so do you.
your job is after you have gone through this storm after you have gone through this pain after you have survived the fight for this relationship what comes next is that you must fight for what's left after it's over any military man can tell you and my family is a military family can tell you that the country or place they've been assigned to or places they've been chosen to serve looks very different after war and that is what those things that did those uh situations those circumstances those moments in time the thing that we've dealt with the thing that we're dealing with the reason why we can't get on Facebook all the time the reason we can't always uh, pick up our, our um, equipment and do our podcast the reason that we don't always want to pick up the phone the reason you don't want to always talk to somebody or you don't want to send back a text or you don't want nobody to send you a text the reason sometimes that you just want to be left alone is because you feel like you're alone and you feel like nobody understands but I encourage you don't shut your mate out because you are in this together even though you may be going through it in different ways you're you're in it together and she is not your enemy and he is not your enemy in this you are comrades you are uh, partners you are to get through this together because after the war after the fire after the hell you have been through you're going to have to pick up the pieces of what's left and rebuild I, 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 I take a little umbrage with people who act as if we can just move on act as if that uh, well we'll just put a little this to it a little that to it and it'll be a quick remedy and we'll be back to our old self no you're never the same you're never the same that hole that you have never fills up but what does happen you allow yourself time process what has happened to you to process what has happened to your relationship and in this you both may be looking at each other and these are hard questions but you gotta look at each other and say well, well, well uh, if you're saying these things quietly like well maybe you could have did more and maybe she'd be here or maybe you could have spent more time with her and maybe she'd be here. Or maybe we would have made this decision instead of that decision and maybe she'd be here. I want to encourage you that once you get through those questions and you won't really get any answers, 
just know that you did all that you could do and you did it together. And because you did it together, you can go on together. The hardest thing for us to do is to be in this world and our baby girl not be in it. But what encourages us is that we have other reasons to live and we got more reasons to live than we do to die and so do you if this happens it would kill me I've always always said that I've always said that if my child If my child dies, that would be the thing that kills me. But what I've discovered is that it don't, it doesn't have to kill you. Because you can decide to live today. And we're living every day for that baby girl. that beautiful hair looking like a mixture of her mommy and her daddy and we're living for each other so I encourage you don't let the tough times that war cause you to survive But then, cause you to get into a place where you don't feel like you can rebuild. Because there is a rebuilding process. The rebuilding process starts with, okay, we've been through this war. We took the fire from every side. We'll fight on by every single enemy. Who's in the enemy? Where do we go from here? Get into that, that rubble. And be sure there'll be some things that perish in the fire. But some of those things those strong parts of your relationship, those places you've worked on, those places that have you rooted and grounded in who you are together, they survive. That's those stone places, those stone pillars. The wood part of the house may have perished the other parts you may have went up quick but the foundation the places you still have something to build so get into the rubble pick up what you need to pick up go through there and, and see 
what can be salvaged and then build again. Yeah.